Today's horror story is written by Jam Franz. It turns out hell is real, but at least it smells nice. I always thought of a human soul as something extremely valuable. You only have one, and if you sold it, it was for something cliched, like to save a loved one or an inordinate amount of money or all the knowledge in the world. You know, something, anything of value. But not me. I accidentally sold my soul for 25% off hand soap. I'm not really sure if my use of hell and soul are truly appropriate here. I'm just not really sure how else to describe what I've experienced. I suppose it's my own fault for not reading the fine print. I was always so good about that, from software updates to my rental agreement. I tended to read all things super carefully. Except, of course, the one time my life depended on it. I guess I just never expected a simple store loyalty program to have such a life and afterlife altering impact. The chain is a common one, found in most malls across the country. I'm not sure if all their stores are like this, or just mine because it's the original store and that means something somehow. I cannot get more specific, it's too risky and I'm running out of chances. I'm sorry. On that fateful day, I was in the area, and since there was a big sale, I was stocking up on gifts. The store was filled with brightly colored bottles of soaps, lotions, and candles, and the walls were plastered with cheery posters. On the air lingered an unusual mixture of assorted sample scents that was borderline cacophonous, but somehow it worked. It was bustling. There was actually more employees than customers. I hoped that meant they took care of their staff and were a good place to work. Wishful thinking, I suppose. As I checked out, the employee at the register quietly asked if I wanted to join their loyalty program. While he did this, he gave me what I now realize was a nearly imperceptible shake of his head. He looked at me with something akin to decades of regret in his sad hazel eyes, despite his young appearance. His name tag, which indicated his name was Jeremy, said he had worked at the store since August 2022. I had to prompt him a bit to find out more details. He stared at me reluctantly, looked around, and told me in an unenthused tone that I could get 10% off each purchase, earn points, and get 25% off my purchase that day just for signing up. I thought, sure, I'll take a discount on this hand soap and went for it. I used the throwaway email address I've used for random junk and read through the minuscule text on the first page of the terms and conditions on the little keypad and found it to be pretty standard. By page three, I felt guilty about the long line forming behind me and just scrolled through the remaining four pages so I could sign quickly. In retrospect, I don't know why I didn't find seven pages of fine print for a store loyalty program suspicious at the time. But I guess all things seem more obvious in hindsight. Once I had signed off on the tiny novel I had skimmed through, the cashier could no longer meet my eyes. Instead, his darted back and forth, and he quickly wrote something on the bottom of the receipt and circled it. After he did so, he winced, and I saw he had a fresh cut on his palm. The palms of both his hands were already filled with cuts and scars. His look of deep exhaustion suddenly turned into one of pain and fear, and he looked around frantically. I was worried, and I asked him if he was okay, but he seemed lost in his own world. Unsure what to do, I just left. I looked at the receipt that night and noticed instead of circling some sort of survey code, he had circled a message written in messy, rushed handwriting. Don't get five. Turns out, they take loyalty very seriously. I wish I had read the damn agreement. 
I live in a small town, so it takes at least 45 minutes each way to drive out to the aforementioned store. The one that's ruining my life. So, a few weeks later, when I was getting ready to go out of town for a conference, I bought a cheap travel size lotion from a different shop. As I swiped my credit card, I felt a searing pain and then stared, confused as blood began to drip from the palm of my hand and onto the counter. A thin but deep line seemed to have appeared out of nowhere. I had no clue how or when I'd managed to cut myself and offered to get a paper towel and clean it, but the cashier smiled nervously and said she'd handle it. I felt guilty, but figured it was probably kinder of me to just leave so I'd stop bleeding all over the place. The cut really hurt, too. It healed quickly, but it formed an ugly scar. I didn't make the connection at that time. I mean, sure, it seems painfully obvious now, having seen the end result, but at the time, I didn't make the logical jump that my little plastic discount card for 10% off lotions and soaps would have a lasting impact on the rest of my existence. My next apparent transgression was leaving a three-star review on one of the soaps I had thought smelled a bit meh. As soon as I clicked submit, I felt the same sharp pain, and a second hash mark appeared next to the other. I realized then what Jeremy had been trying to warn me about. The solution sounds easy enough. Don't buy anything anywhere else. Never leave a negative review. But I found another caveat too. A few weeks later, my sister gifted me a candle from a different store for my birthday. And the moment I unwrapped it, another deep hash mark was carved into my hand by the same invisible source. My family stared at me, alarmed, as the vivid red dripped onto the discarded wrapping paper on my lap. My sister quickly apologized and grabbed it away from me, expecting it for broken glass or other sharp edges. And of course, she didn't find any. I knew she wouldn't. I quickly made up a bogus story about accidentally reopening a recent cut I had got at work. I mean, would they have believed me if I told them the truth? The next day, I drove to the store, using the 45 minutes to mentally plan my conversation points. Namely, one, what the hell, man? And two, how do I get out of the program? Once I walked in, I noticed familiar faces. They seemed to be the same batch of employees from my previous visit, but upon closer inspection, I noticed that they seemed tired, empty. One particularly sad-looking man had his hand on the glass window and was staring out with a look of such wistful longing, an expression that no one should ever wear when staring into a parking lot. I approached one employee, who, according to her name tag, was Suzanne Z, spelled with two Zs, and had worked at the store since 1991, which was strange since, based on her appearance, it seemed to be several years before she was born. I asked for Jeremy, and her eyes flickered to a camera on the ceiling. She said I need to ask her manager. I tried to browse a bit while waiting, but the manager was there the moment I turned around. She was uncomfortably close to me, and her eyes were such a pale shade of blue that her irises would have almost blended in her scoria, save for a dark ring of gold around them. I felt an odd sensation behind my own eyes when I met her gaze, and I couldn't help but notice she was the only employee who seemed genuinely happy to be there. When I asked to speak to Jeremy, she artfully dodged my question. She was friendly, but in a way that was borderline threatening. I kept pressing until she informed me that there was no longer a Jeremy working here and smiled at me with far too many teeth. I asked how to get out of the loyalty program, and instead of answering, she grabbed my hand, looked at my palm, and patted me on the shoulder as another deep cut appeared. No one leaves the program, Lyndon. 
At the rate you're going, I'm sure I'll see you back here in a few days. She seemed absolutely thrilled about the idea. Good news, though. We're hiring. She laughed heartily at this, and as she did, her jaw seemed to open wider and wider. I backed away and turned to run right as it seemed as if she was about to unhinge it. I needed help, so I discreetly stuck around until the mall closed, hoping to catch an employee heading out. I figured that maybe I could get a copy of the agreement I had signed. It didn't feel safe trying to talk to anyone else while inside the store. They eventually closed, but gated the store from the inside. The manager disappeared into the back. The other employees simply stood in the darkness. I could make out their forms, nearly still but slightly swaying for hours on end. I eventually gave up and went home. Since Jeremy seemed willing to help, I tried finding him online, but his name was so common that I couldn't, even after an hour of searching. I tried Suzanne next, since she had a unique spelling plus a somewhat uncommon last initial of Z. I tried to find her on social media, but I couldn't. I did eventually find her after digging through several pages of search results, but once I did, I realized I'd never be able to get in touch with her. The only mention I could find of Suzanne Z was through findagrave.com, which told me that Suzanne was buried a few towns over. It linked to an old digitized obituary with a picture, and without a doubt, this was the same Suzanne from the store. According to the obituary, she had been otherwise healthy but passed away in her sleep in 1991 at the age of 25. Based on what I found, I tried to find Jeremy again, but this time I searched specifically for an obituary, and around the time from when his name tag said he started working at the store. I did eventually find him, and that he left this world when his car seemed to randomly swerve off the road and into the bay in August 2022. I have four marks now, and it's only been a month and a half. I think I know what happens if I get five. I hope I never find out what happens when I get ten. Without knowing what the rules are, I don't know how long I can go without making what will become a lethal mistake. I had to tell my friends and family that they absolutely cannot buy me soap, hand sanitizer, room spray, lotion, candles. Basically, if it smells nice, do not give it to me. I've started bringing my own soap to work, too. I sound and feel crazy, but I don't want to risk it. I don't talk to anyone about the store or its products. I've been debating whether I should say this for about a week, and I'm honestly a bit afraid of what will happen when I hit post. I am hoping that I've been vague enough for this to not count against me. If it does, but keep someone else safe, it'll be worth it. Please, always read the fine print. Please don't sign your soul away for coupons. Thank you for listening. You can handle another horror story, right? <laughs>